0: you're listening to the volleyball by design podcast today we are going to talk about zoom sessions with your team you know in the midst of this pandemic there has been lots of conversations around having effective and efficient zoom sessions with your team and how do you do that How do you keep your players showing up, keep them happy, instead of it being a long, boring, uh, dragging-on thing that no one really looks forward to? Well, in this episode, we're going to talk about simple strategies you can use to have your players excited to show up to your Zoom session. So, stay tuned. Hi. Hi. I'm Coach Brian Singh, and after 11 years coaching competitive volleyball and as a head coach of a college team, I've become obsessed with helping athletes and coaches improve their knowledge and skills of the game by teaching them how to train efficiently and effectively to ultimately reach their volleyball goals. I've created the Volleyball by Design podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies so you can get clarity and apply what you learn right away. This is the Volleyball by Design podcast. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 31 of the Volleyball by Design podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. My name is Coach Brian. I am your host for this episode and the podcast. And how you guys doing out there? Another week into the new year. How's it been so far? How's the first uh, 10 or 11 days been? I hope it's been okay for you. If you are a regular listener, welcome again to another pod. If you're a new listener, thanks, thanks for uh, taking a chance on me and listening to this episode. I um, mean, you got a couple episodes to get caught up on. We have thirty uh, to be exact, and uh, hope you hope you enjoy them. Well, for today's episode, um, we got an interesting one for you. You know, I got I had a lot of conversation over the last, I'd say, a few weeks now where. The Zoom sessions that teams have to be doing with their players because of lockdown situations and you know whatever situations um, are around the world. You know, Zoom sessions are a part of our game as of right now at least. And I, I do believe they'll be with us for the future as well. But one of the problems that's, that's been facing uh, coaches and I guess players as well is they're getting kind of boring and, you know, players aren't really looking forward to showing up to them anymore. It's just not a, it's not a good time. It's, it's, it's not fun. Um, so how can, we, how can we run really good Zoom sessions where players are excited about it? They're looking forward to showing up. You know, it's a great time and they can't wait for the next one. You know, how can we do that? And how, overall, how do we run an effective Zoom session? So we're going to talk about that on today's episode. Um, but before I do, real quick, I want to welcome. Um, you know, over the last week, if you've been following me on Instagram or on Facebook, you, you saw that we opened doors to my signature membership called Digital Volleyball Academy, where I get to help coaches around the world grow, not only improve their knowledge and skills of our game, but really teach and change the lives of their players through the ultimate experience in which I teach them the Coach be framework that. You know, not only helps them grow, but is the it's it's the solution to your volleyball problems, as I like to call it. But it's overall just a, a just a chance for me to be their mentor. Um, you know, get them to uh, see new things and think about volleyball in a different way, and overall collaborate with other coaches and happy as a mentor. So yeah, so we had a, a big promotion going on. We opened doors. We welcomed our, our biggest enrollment yet, which is unreal. It's fantastic. And today I had my first coaching call with them and it went great. Um, so if you're a coach out there and you didn't get a chance to get in, that's okay, no problem. Um, you can join the waitlist for the next time I open doors to Digital Volleyball Academy. Just head on over to digitalvolleyballacademy.com. Join the waitlist, and you will be notified when doors open up again. All right, so in terms of Zoom sessions... Oh, man. Okay, so here's, here's the one thing that I, I've noticed. And I've been on a bunch. I, I've been lucky enough to be on a bunch of these Zoom sessions for teams all around the world. You know, coaches have invited me on to be a guest speaker. Uh, and it was a lot of fun interacting with these players. And I can tell you um, some mistakes that I saw. And I can tell you things that I've noticed and, you know, feedback from players that I've gotten too. And the number one reason why the Zoom sessions are failing is because of engagement. Engagement is huge in anything we do when it comes to online. If you think about it, your players need to be engaged or they're not going to have fun. They're not going to be focused. They're not going to be able to retain or take anything away. And it's all about keeping them engaged and creating a really great experience for them. You know, why do these players show up for practice? Well, practice, you know, volleyball is fun. They get to play. They get to interact with their friends. They get to compete. They get to do all these things. But on Zoom, a lot of the times and I've been seeing them is that they don't get to experience these things. And, I, and the problem is they should be. They should be experiencing all of these things they experience in practice. It's our job as coaches to figure out a way to create that experience that they would normally get in practice on our Zoom sessions or Google Meet sessions or whatever platform you're using. So let's talk about some strategies we can use. And some of them I've mentioned in past episodes, but um, we're gonna be more specific with this episode. So the first mistake, I should say, that I see in a lot of times with coaches is they talk way too long, way, listen, coaches, all right, if you're guilty of this, it's okay. But listen. Players don't want to listen to you talk for 45 minutes or half an hour. I know it's hard to hear, but they don't want to hear you rant and go on or talk or whatever or even if whatever it is. They don't want to hear you talk for 30 minutes on a Zoom call, okay? I'm sorry, it's the truth. Nobody does. And even my players don't want to hear me talk for 30 minutes because it's not engaging. They're just listening to you. There's zero engagement. But there are ways to change that to make it engaging. So here's what we can do. The easiest thing that we can do is gamify the experience. Really simple, Gamify the experience. Now I always I've said this in past episodes, and I'm going to say it again. Um, how do we do that? Kahoot is a great free option that you can use to gamify the experience. So let's say, for example, that you you want to do a Kahoot on passing. So Kahoot is an online quiz. Uh, it's, I guess it's an online quiz maker if you want to call it that, where you can create an account, you can create a simple quiz. Let's say we're creating a quiz on passing. You create 10 questions on passing. Sure. And then you publish it. And on your zoom call, you can load it up. The kids can go on their phones. They can access this quiz. They can all, you know, enter the room for the quiz or whatever the case is. They put their name and they're ready to go. then you go Start. And the first question comes up on the screen and everyone can see it um, because you're going to share your screen. Everyone can see it and and all the kids can see it on their phones. And then the first player to answer the question and answer it right, the fastest, they end up getting the most points for that particular question. At the end of the question it goes into the leaderboard and you can see the top five people that are in the lead right now and how many points they have. And every question, that continues and continues and it does the same thing. Second question goes, they put their answer in, the, the leaderboard gets updated and you can see you know, who's first, who's who's climbing the ranks, who's doing all that stuff. Now, this is engaging because they're engaging with whatever material we talk about passing. Um, they're playing a game, they are competing with each other and they're having fun. And at the end of the game, Whoever had the most correct answers the fastest ends up winning. And at the end, they have like a cool like leaderboard and like a podium, and you see who came in third, second, and first, and you see who came in fourth and fifth, and they get a chance to like it's like bragging rights. And, and what you could do is take it a step further, is you can keep track of a leaderboard. You, know, you have a leaderboard every week and see you know who's at the top of the leaderboard, and then guess what? This is now fun. Kids are going to probably want to show up next week to take off the guy who's on the or the girl who's on the leaderboard. Um, and this is a simple way you can create fun now i oh, now you could also use this educationally as well so you can do a combination of teaching and games so you could do like let's say you did like a little 20 minute lesson you can come up if you want to do like a lesson on passing make your little powerpoint or maybe you want to look at a video or whatever on passing you teach it for 20 minutes so now yes you are talking for a period of time but you're talking with a purpose they're learning whatever the case is and then they're going to do something with that information Okay, then they're going to go and play a game with it where they're going to have fun. So they're more inclined, just like in practice, by the way, when you're teaching a skill, yeah, you have to talk, you have to demonstrate, you have to go through certain things, yes. And then the kids are going to get out and actually get to practice that skill and do it. Well, we're taking that same philosophy in our case here, and instead of practicing that skill, they're going to get assessed on it in a fun way where they get to compete against their friends online in a fun atmosphere. And they get points for it. So, The two main things there is we can still teach, so coaches don't just show up on a Zoom call and not do any kind of teaching. Like you can still teach, not maybe not every week, but you know every so often you do a teaching thing. You can have your schedule, whatever the case is, and then they get a coup after. Now I probably should have said this at the beginning, but if you are doing like workouts, like yoga sessions, or strength training sessions, or group fitness. That is a whole other thing. That is engagement by itself. Okay. So, group fitness is engaging because the players are active. They're doing something. They're whether they're jumping, squatting, running on a spot, whatever they're doing, they're doing it over a camera. So, they are being engaged. They are being held accountable and all that other stuff. So, this is, this is just like meetings without fitness involved. Okay. Another game you can do is Jeopardy. Right, Jeopardy is a great one. I got this one from another coach. Uh, coach Steve um, told me that he did Jeopardy with his kids. Sure, great. You, and there's lots of Jeopardy um, online platforms you can use for free and go there. I think there's even a PowerPoint template you can download that has Jeopardy. So there you go. Now, here's another way you can keep them engaged. Now, this is something I did with a, a club uh, called Synergy out in, in Scarborough, um, where I live or where I grew up. And what we did was is I, um, I had a... I did a group session on, on, on creating your platform, okay? Something as simple as creating a platform. Now, when I say this, please, I, I don't want to sound arrogant or anything like that. I'm not trying to be cocky when I say this, but uh, this is just what happened, okay? So we did a session on I did a session on passing, and my whole my whole thing was trying to help them with their platform. So the I did now this is a two-part session, okay? So the first session we had about 30 kids show up and I did this session and what I did was I had them all have their cameras on And they all had to get up out of their seats. Oh, wait, they're not sitting down anymore. They're not just staring at a screen. They're getting up out of their chair. And I wanted to see their platform. So I'm like, okay, girls, let me see a platform. And they all show me their platform and I'll walk. And I actually talk to each girl individually about their platform. So now they're being held accountable. I obviously showed them some technique work and I showed them how to, you know, shoulders, platform work, all that stuff. And then I had them go and show it to me. And I gave them, I'm like, okay, create a platform given this situation. Boom, they did it. And I gave feedback to every single girl, so I held them accountable. They actually got to get up and do something, and they were learning at the same time. Look at that engagement. Okay, keyword there is engagement. Now, funny is that the email that went out to that group, whoever it went out to, I, I'm not like I might be getting a little bit of this false, but I know an email went out and 30 girls, 30 girls show up, Then I knew another email went out. The following week, because I it was a two-part thing, so I did a, I did another session the following week, and guess how many girls came up? I think about sixty or seventy girls showed up. Now, how'd that happen? Was it because they maybe heard? Well, I, I tell you why, because I know I, had, I got some feedback, and the word was that they they found out, other girls found out what happened, coaches found out that there was a workshop going on, like what's going on, and they wanted to be a part of it. Now, I couldn't give all seventy girls feedback. But I, I picked, you know, I try to give as many girls as I can, so they were still being held accountable when I was asking them to do something over Zoom. So now, you don't need a gym to create a platform. You can do it over Zoom. So what kind of skills can you teach over Zoom? I, I, I did the platform thing, right? There's many things you can do and have them get up and actually do something, okay? Use the chat feature. Here's another way. If you're talking, if you are doing whatever presentation you're doing over Zoom or having a discussion... Let the girls use the chat feature, but let me know in the chat. Simple thing like this, I'll always say this. If you've ever been on a Zoom call with me or a workshop, you've always heard me say this. Let me know in the chat. If I I ask a question, let me know in the chat. Put it in the chat. What is this? What is that? And all of a sudden, people start putting things in the chat, and you can mention their names and be communicating with them in the chat. So I always use that tactic, and again, it fuels engagement. All right, I'm gonna keep bringing down this word engagement, all right? Breakout rooms use breakout rooms in Zoom. For those of you that don't know what breakout rooms are, breakout rooms are basically, you know, when you're in Zoom, you're in the major, the main room, right, everyone's in that. Breakout rooms are separate rooms that you can create in Zoom and have players, you can assign players to those rooms to continue discussion. So if you posed a question and you wanna get a group discussion, you can break them down into different groups, they can discuss it in their groups, come back to the main one when the breakout rooms are over, and then they can share it with the rest of the, uh, of the players uh, outside the breakout rooms. So we've used this. Um, Here's an example. We used uh, the very beginning of the season. We asked the guys for our team uh, to go into breakout rooms and find out one thing they all have in common and then come back out. And it has to be something creative, not something like, oh, we all play volleyball, you know, something creative. And they all would come back out to the main room when they're done and they all found something that they were, um, you know, that they all had in common. So simple things like that, okay? Now you could also look at film together, you can look at film together so the you can now coaches may have to look at film beforehand like look at it, look up some clips beforehand that you want to look at as a group and then you can go share your screen look at that clip now on zoom there is a setting that has it says optimize for video so make sure you click on that if you go to the top um i, I don't remember where it is but if you go to the top in one of the settings, and just it's a drop down, you'll see it. So it's, it's one of the last options. Let's say optimize for Zoom. Just make sure that's checked so you can watch video over Zoom. Now, that's engaging because they're going to watch it and you're going to talk about it. And then you can do breakout rooms with that. You can have a group discussion about it. So many things you can do with it. But film is huge. And that could be, you could do like that's that's a session by itself, to be quite honest, a, a film session. You could do that by itself. You could also, I'm giving you guys, I'm just spitting out ideas over you guys. me ton of ideas here. You can also have round table discussions or like, you know, just open, like I I, I call them team meetings, discussions, but basically everybody is on and everyone can talk about a specific problem, a specific thing we're talking where everyone has to share. So like round table, right? Sharing with each other. So everyone has to say something. So again, they're being held accountable. It is being engaging and they all have to share something that's going on. All right. The whole thing here is engagement. How are we creating engagement for our players? So I don't know, I'm just speaking out loud here, but you, maybe you can talk about what was the most difficult thing that happened in 2020? What was the most, um, what was the, what was a great thing that happened in 2020? What did you learn about yourself in 2020? I don't know. You know, you can come up with many different questions and have everyone talk. Everyone has the, um, the responsibility of sharing something with the team and again, simple engagement. Um, another cool idea that you could do is, um, uh, I've, I've played around with this idea of escape room. So for those of you that don't know what escape room is an escape room, uh, when we didn't have COVID was like, you would go in, and they had like, this all over the world. You would go to this facility, You would, they would like, you pay, you get locked in a room and there's clues in the room and you have to try to escape out of the room. By unlocking certain things, you get another clue and then eventually you're looking, you get all these clues, you solve all these puzzles and you get the key to get out of the room, okay? That's really what, the, what it is. But you can actually do an, an online escape room. So there's creative ways of doing it with Google Forms so Google Forms is the free option you can use where you can create like questions, and the only way they get to the next section is by answering those questions to move on. And you can make it creative. Um, and they could work together as a team in the in the Zoom session to work with Google Forms. Um, so that's something you can do. So you gotta look it up. I don't want to talk too much about it because I can go into a 20-minute conversation on how to do this, but look up Google Forms Escape Room, and I'm sure you'll find some really creative ways of doing that. So these are all simple, simple ways of engaging with your team over a simple Zoom thing. Now, again, remember, this isn't if you have fitness. Okay, if you have fitness, it's um, it's another that's 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 engagement by itself. That's that's okay. It's great. Do that. The, the kids need to stay fit and active and stuff like that. But when it comes to engagement, these are things you can do besides fitness. All right. Now one thing I want to reiterate is you don't want to talk for too long. Okay. You want to now I've had, I've had situations where coaches were telling me that, you know, sometimes players don't have their cameras on. Sometimes they don't show up sometimes. this. So here's what I want to tell you about this. Okay. This is again, this is come, this comes down to a culture thing, which, you know, I talk about a lot, you know, the, the way that I treat our zoom sessions is the same way I would treat a practice. Your Zoom session is essentially your practice. If you're in lockdown right now where you have no practices, that's your practice. And you need to treat it the same way you would treat a practice. So, structure is important. You have to have structure. Without it, you're you're not going to get the results that you want. So, like the option of a, of an athlete not showing up shouldn't even be an option. Like there's there's no situation where an athlete should not show up because if you had a practice, they're showing up. And if they don't, there has to be a reason for it. Like now, whatever your team protocol is, whether you need a note, whether there's like extenuated circumstance, like whatever. You're, like, I'm not. I'm not telling you how to run your team here, but you would treat it as a practice. Same thing with showing up late to a Zoom session. Like, would you? Do you tolerate showing up late to practice? Okay. When you're at practice, um, are you invisible or are you present? No, you're present. Therefore, your cameras should be on, which means you come dressed appropriately for your zoom session just like you would come dressed appropriately for your uh practice right having the camera off is not an option on for for me personally like i don't i'm sorry like it, you could i know i hear players say well I, I wasn't dressed properly or i was not home or i was this and that well you need to figure it out because if you had practice you would make that t- you would allot that time okay i have practice twice a week at this time and so you make sure you you do what practice needs guess what this is practice too now unless again, unless if there's a technology problem where you don't have a camera, that's another story. If there's a reason why you can't be on camera because of a family situation, I don't know, whatever the situation is, maybe you're sharing a space with someone and they you know, there's a lot of different reasons why you can't be on a camera. That's fine. But have that conversation with the athletes and the coaches that needs to be, that conversation needs to have to happen. Okay. So structure is extremely important, right? Just like in practice, When you do a passing drill, you are assessing your players essentially to see who's going to play. Whoever passes the best is probably going to be their left, you know, the left side slash libero, whatever the case is. Well, you're doing the same thing here. The players are are practicing to get that spot to play in games. Well, what I would do, and here is taking it a step further, is instead of having scrimmages with other teams, I would have online competitions with other teams. So let you, you, yourself and another coach can get together and plan a competition. So let's say the competition was passing. Who, what team knows the most about passing? You guys come up with 20 questions. Now there's an honor system. Yeah. The coaches can't go back and tell the players what the questions are and stuff like that. But you come up with 20 questions or 15 questions together and you guys compete on a Kahoot. One team, your, both teams are on there competing to see what team Ends up being on top, like things like that. Like you could have competitions among Jeopardy, you can have competitions there. So many Google the the escape room I talked about, you could have a team versus team. So you can still prepare for a Zoom session for competition amongst other teams. That's still a thing. And guess what? Now you're training for competition. Now your Zoom practices actually are being tested with competition with other teams. And the great thing is, is that now all of a sudden, guess what, you, maybe like 17 new teams are not playing 17 new teams, 17 teams are playing like 15 new teams, and 15 new teams are playing 17 new teams, and 16 new teams are playing 18 new teams, and you get you get my point here. And it becomes a battle of the of the knowledge of the game. Oh, that's great, right? How Imagine how fun that would be. Now that's engaging. So all of these things here that I'm talking about about the engagement is important. Now I just added in the the last point I made was now they're actually getting tested not just inside their team but with other teams as well. So this is how we can create that really cool engagement that competition, that fun because at the end of the day we're dealing with athletes. Athletes want to compete, athletes want to have fun and they want to win. We've just accomplished all three of those things inside a Zoom session. In addition to that, athletes want to create relationships with each other. They want to get to meet friends and, or sorry, gain friends and have relationships and be able to have fun with their friends and stuff like that. Well, guess what we're doing? That's exactly what we're doing. We're creating an experience for our athletes. We're still fostering that teamwork, that discipline, those friendships. We're just doing it online. So, You're not going to be able to do it in the same capacity that you can in a gym, but you can still accomplish the same thing as long as you do it strategically and you think it through. So I hope you gained some value with this episode on how to create effective Zoom sessions or online sessions with your teams. I should probably call it how to create an online session, but Zoom is what everyone's using, so that's what I went with. And by doing this, I guarantee you your Zoom sessions are going to be not only more engagement, it's not going not to have more engagement, but they're going to be a much better time for both parties, both the coaches and the players and the parents are going to love it and everyone's going to have a great time. All right. So that's it for that. I hope you got some value out of today's episode. Um, and if you have any questions, as always, you know what, uh, reach out to me via Instagram. I'm always on the Instagrams. You got the the Google, uh, I'm sorry, Google, uh, at Coach uh, Brian Singh underscore Coach B. Well, I'm all over the map there. Brian Singh underscore coach B Um, and Clubhouse. If you're not on Clubhouse, get on Clubhouse. Uh, Clubhouse is a really cool new app. Um, Did I talk about that? Oh my God, I don't think I talked about Clubhouse yet on this podcast. Oh my God, I can't remember now. It's been 23 minutes into this thing and I forgot if I even mentioned Clubhouse. I don't think I did. So I mentioned it on my Instagram, if you guys are on Clubhouse, Clubhouse is a really, really cool app that um, I use now. I've used it for a week, and now that I'm thinking about this episode, I don't think I mentioned Clubhouse. So, and I'm not. A, I'm not an affiliate or promoter for Clubhouse, by the way. So, Clubhouse is this new app. It's fairly new. It's only. It's only a year old, from what I know. And you know, like Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, these are all visual apps. Like they're all image based and video based. So when you scroll through your feed on Instagram, for example, you see nice images and you see ads and you see videos and stuff like that. TikTok is just videos. Facebook is images and videos. Well, Clubhouse is strictly audio. So when you scroll through your feed, you're seeing different types of rooms that are in there. And you can click on a room and go in and listen to what people are talking about based on whatever room you click on. So, let's say you clicked on a room, someone's talking about basketball. Well, everyone in there will be talking about basketball. And you can listen and hear all these great conversations, connect with people from all over the world. And if you like basketball, you gotta talk about basketball. So, I love volleyball. So, I'm in there connecting with people talking about volleyball. So, if you find, so I always create a room, and the room is always called Let's Talk Volleyball. Well, that's what it's been this week. And I've been talking to a lot of cool coaches. And players, um, for that matter, on about volleyball. So if you're not on Clubhouse, it's really cool. I really highly recommend you getting it. It's going to be the, the the breakthrough app for sure in 2021. I think um, they're still trying to get all the users on right now. Now it is only available for iOS right now. It will open up to Android eventually, but it's just for iOS right now. Um, and you need and and once you get on it, you'll see how it works. But I think you need to be invited as well to start using the platform. But before that, get on it, look at it, and it's fun. And if you're already on there, um, my username is simple. It's at Brian Singh, very similar, just my name. Um, so you can find me and we can talk volleyball. And I'm actually on there live, and it's really cool. Like, I was in a, a room the other day, and like Neil and Fat Joe and um, all these celebrities were on there, like live. Like, it's actually them in real time talking about whatever they were talking about. I think it was music. They were doing some talent audition for music, and people were like singing on there, and they were like, Telling them what they thought about them singing. And I was like, wow, imagine from the comfort of your own home, you could sing in front of like Neo and Fat Joe and whoever else was on there. Like, I don't know, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, so Clubhouse, uh, look at it, tell me what you think about it, and um, more so get on it so we can talk volleyball. And if you have any questions about anything, again, Instagram, Brian Sing underscore Coach B. I'm always on the gram so you can re- reach out to me there. And if you like this episode or any of the other episodes, uh, do me a favor rate and review the podcast i really appreciate it let me know what you think with a nice review um and five stars is always appreciated if you can and that's it all right thanks so much guys i'll see you next week on another episode of the volleyball by design podcast take care all right cue the music look Are you at the stage you want to be in your volleyball journey? How would it feel to get clarity on your training, and instead of taking months to get better, you could improve in weeks, if not days? When I was a young coach and player, I felt this way all the time. The truth is, after I got some great advice on how to be efficient, my learning curve grew exponentially. Let me show you how to be more efficient and effective in this game. I invite you to check out coachbtraining.com for more resources that you can use to take your game to the next level. I look forward to helping you reach your volleyball goals.